If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland, a mysterious, all-powerful character, but a crusader for law. Hello and spookulutations. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Elseworlds yeah. Exchange. I'm Sal. <laughs> that, that, that died to death, that intro, which it is did. scary in its own way. <laughs> That's right. But let's resurrect it for this spooky special of Monsters in Comics. Uh, yeah. I, you know, comic books, of course, have no are no stranger to monsters. No. Uh, given that, like, their humble beginnings and, uh, you know, early classic origins, you know, they were pulp kind of detective Very. stories romance and of course the creature of the week monster kind of serial your uh what is it your tales from the crypt keeper even i think we've gotten so far along now people forget that that was a comic imprint for a long time absolutely no i did uh but uh i i love that the uh the big two marvel and dc and uh the other places uh like boom and image idw etc uh, have not forgotten their humble monster roots yeah and worked very hard to to incorporate reincorporate the monster into their own zeitgeist which is really it's, cool it's interesting to think too that you know a lot of the times when you know the superheroes weren't really hitting when they kind of had their ebbs and flows it was crime and horror and monsters that actually really held up the entire comic industry for a while that's absolutely true that's absolutely true and you'll see uh you can i, I think you can pinpoint it you just watch like any superhero's trajectory and you'll just pinpoint like oh look at that like the rise of a monster like the creation mm. or formation of man bat or morbius yep where you're just like ah this is when there was an influx uh because of course morbius's arrival was not too coincidental when it came to like werewolf by night and other marvel yeah. monsters man thing for example uh, we'll get to those in a minute but uh and we'll get to the list form of the show in a, in a, in a short while. But and it's now, cool, too, to see how, you know, uh, traditional superhero comics keep that horror stuff alive. I always enjoyed in DC Comics, the House of Mysteries and the House of Secrets is just a place you can go to because it used to be their Tales from the Crypt back exactly. in the day. Exactly. Oh, hell, the fact that DC has kept up their tradition, certainly more so than Marvel, with their Halloween specials, their comic yes. books, their, their little prestiges that have a bunch of fun, spooky tales. The most recent one, I think this year, was uh, Are You a afraid of dark side oh that's funny i didn't pick that one up but yeah oh. that looks fun yes it does look fun it's got a host of amazing creators but like the concept of are you afraid of the dark side is just <laughs> it's it's so, so chef's kiss you can't you can't deny it it's amazing uh but like good for dc you know dc more so i think than marvel certainly like it, it embraces or remembers and it could be just because of the old fogies that work there Probably. or worked there uh you know like they brought back the western because i think i think didio famously liked westerns and was like we want to bring back the western that's where like all-star western comics came from and can't uh, fault them for that and they experimented with war comics too i feel like marvel uh, marvel's things like hey we'll experiment with romance comics like millie the model and something and like you know what patsy uh, walker yeah what patsy walker used to be maybe maybe we'll dip our toes back into that because stan lee famously said yeah and when superheroes weren't hitting i wrote a lot of romance comics yeah no marvel is like marvel came from romance and dc came from i guess like the just the detective noir pulp i mean dc yeah. the detective comics yeah so yeah uh but yeah, let, let's jump into a list. But before we do, I want to mention that this show is uh, sponsored by you. So if you want to help the show grow or continue, uh, you can sponsor today's episode by asking a super chat. And uh, we'll, we'll read it here on the program and make you part of the show. Uh, 
I'm excited to do this. I, I, I really want to only focus on some of the best, but if we can, if we could highlight a couple of duds or a couple of like, oh, why of do they do that? That might be fun too. Naturally. Uh, Danny Ali says, you guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you very much, Danny. You're, you. you're awesome too. Really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, John Winter, uh, glad to send, glad to spend my lunch breaks talking spooky comic monsters. I'd love to see a return of Frankencastle. <laughs> Frankencastle is one of those things where it's like Marvel was trying something. Sure and were. It's it was a perfect marriage because Marvel was always trying something with Frank because Frank is not a superhero yeah. and doesn't really mesh well with the Marvel universe. So you got to reinvent the wheel every couple of years and then bring him back, right? Like they always they 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 knock it out of shape. They make it a square or a trapezoid or a rhombus, and then they always get back to the circle. They're like, okay, he's a he's a he's a damaged man who murders mobsters. Got it. And then it's like, oh, that didn't sell as well. How about he's an angel yeah, he's an angel with guns made of fire right or he's a ghost rider or he's in space there's any number of iterations of frank where they just tried something else and in one case uh Dokken cuts him to ribbons and then the monsters of the marvel universe put him back together and make him frankencastle a frankenstein monster because his name was already frank it's right there <laughs> it's right there and you know what it could have been really stupid and instead it was delightfully stupid it was yeah it walks that line really well uh similarly uh frankenstein and the agents of shade over at dc remember when they were all in on them in the new 52 they thought that was going to be their Hellboy. that was going to be their big new paranormal series and now they barely remember frankenstein exists you know the fact that they even reference him at all is kind of awesome like the fact that frankenstein shows up every once in a while that somebody has an affinity for that character is kind of remarkable because in superman had a whole arc with frankenstein it was like but who's the real monster me who looks like frankenstein or this other person yeah uh, we get it frank <laughs> i have a big sword though <laughs> yes you do yes you do uh the captain coon uh, arguably the biggest monster in comics though not the best is the corporate monster no doubt what biting social commentary from the captain thank you very much man uh rk one of my favorite monsters was king shark when he first hey. appeared a nice reference of hawaiian folklore played as a horror story in the superboy book mm -hmm. what's funny about that is like if you look at that cover he does not look like a folklorish monster he looks like a villain ready to go yep like a like a ready-made villain a villain that i had seen already around that time who fought the savage dragon in <laughs> mako <laughs> that's funny yep to think that character got so much love because of movies and TV shows and Gail Simone memes and everything else that now that character got his own digital miniseries from Tim Seeley, which I hear is good. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but it looks fun. I, yeah, I'm just uh, I, I read a bunch of books this week. None of them were were digital exclusive series. I'm sorry to say. But uh, yeah, man, I, you could have gotten that King Shark book, his first appearance for a quarter <laughs> for the first 20 years. <laughs> I know, right? Likewise, Peacemaker. Peacemaker too. Yeah, I'm sure I have a Peacemaker appearance in, in my back issues just by accident. Uh, Swordfish97, thanks a lot for your help, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into a couple of monsters. Let's talk about the ones that are on the cover of this particular episode. Uh, Morbius the Living Vampire. Yes, he's getting a movie at some point, maybe. Who the hell knows? Oh, yeah, no, that's coming. That's coming. It was made. It has a date. It's coming out in the garbage dump that is Hollywood's time period of the end of January. 
We just have to make sure that no crimes are reported from Jared Leto's sex island or, you know, that people are okay with, yeah, it's a movie about bats and blood and everything. And that's how he gets his power, right? There's there's nothing weird or icky about that now, right? In 2021, <laughs> is there? Uh, I mean, the fact is Morbius's origins are so far removed from like traditional vampires. Oh, I know. That it's right? kind of fun. Like, I like the idea of Morbius because Morbius is like not it's not stan i think jerry conway invented morbius but like the idea is a you know morbius is a classic horror movie trope the the vampire Mm -hmm. and you make him science-based you science fiction the hell out of it to skirt the comic code authority of the day oh yeah no he's a living vampire he's not a dracula he drinks plasma not blood it's different you know that cartoon (laughs) set morbius relations with fans back (laughs) decades i will say a lot of people were i bet most people know about morbius because of the 90s spider-man cartoon i know that's why i did before i was even reading comics alicia my hands i need plasma i need the neogenic recombinator oh nice neogenic i have not thought of that in a very long time they said it every episode at least 10 times (laughs) uh i i i did remember i mean like i had a one of those like reprint copies of the first appearance of morbius because it's also the first appearance of six-armed spider-man oh and uh yeah no spider-man is doing his thing he's trying to get rid of his powers uh kurt connors helps him with his formula he takes it he grows extra limbs and morbius shows up and it's like oh to add insult to injury i'm a a freak and i'm fighting a vampire it's kind of fun um morbius has gone through like frank castle a lot of evolutions over the years oh yeah because of course, like if there's any popularity to a Marvel villain, we will turn him into a, a uh, antihero. Oh, of course, of course. Remember, uh, what is it? Not this last time they tried to make him a hero no, again no. because of the movie, but the time before that, where they literally just made him spawn. They dumped him in the alleys of Brownsville and had him fight like local gangs and everything. This was during like the Superior Spider-Man era. Yes, of course, of course. Well, because uh, Dan Slott kind of teased his res- his return mm-hmm. as a like like an employee or an adjunct over at Horizon Labs. <laughs> And then they were like, oh, we got we got Morbius back on the table. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they don't know what to do with Morbius. If you if you look at uh, the old 90s Midnight Suns stuff, mm-hmm. like he's in it only because he's a vampire. He has a name and people remember him. But like he doesn't play any particular. He had a he had a mini series. He had a he had a he had a series, an ongoing series during that time. Yep. And in that one, he was more or less an antihero. He had his own uh like goals and plan and and it just it's just awful um remember when deadpool was king of the monsters and morbius was just his science guy and i'm like wow you've fallen so far you are just like a fifth stringer in a deadpool book now in a deadpool in the lowest selling deadpool book of all time which is sad to say because like that was a great book i enjoyed it and he wasn't even funny either i'm like come on you can't make morbius funny that's how you get out of this there's some great humor to be had (laughs) make him the dumb one from the cartoon is what you do that's the thing is i think that the only way to fix morbius nowadays is to go is just just go back give him the hand suckers because let me tell you something uh, that show bent over backwards for the censors at every turn. Yep. You know, the hand suckers came from a place of he has fangs, but doesn't use them because he's not really a Dracula. Mm-hmm. He uses hand suckers to, to, to absorb plasma. So we, because we can't say blood, yes. I would argue hand suckers way more horrifying 
than being bit by a vampire. It's body horror. First of all, your hands grow mouths. Yeah. Second, you put them on human beings and absorb, you extract. You're not, you're not sucking blood. You cut your finger, blood, boom, no problem. Yeah. Bite it, cuts. No, you're, 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 you're making chemical changes. On a cellular level. A Again, cellular that, level. that's nightmarish. That's nightmare fuel. I think go back. Give them the plasma. Give them the, give them the big stupid coat and make and him maybe, fall in love with Black Cat. <laughs> and maybe, maybe the hands talk to him sometimes in his oh, darker God. moments. <laughs> yes, there we go. Mar knowing Marvel, they'll just make the hands portals to other dimensions. Ah, yeah, there you go. Ooh, and then he's got to fight the spot, and the spot's like, hey, that's my thing. Oh, my God. Uh, Media Max, uh, what about Monster Ock from Spider-Man PS1 game? Did uh, he ever yeah. make it to the comics? Love the show. Uh, I... He did not. Has Ock ever gotten a symbiote? Are you talking... I guess they're talking about what? When, when Ock gets the Carnage symbiote? Is I'm that what happened? I'm assuming so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think that Ock has gotten a, a symbiote. If he has, it's only when he was Superior Spider-Man. Right. He was um, a weird zombie in the future where his arms were moving around like his dead corpse. That's pretty horrifying. That's a great example of a horror uh, element for Doc Ock. Love that idea that the arms just keep going long after he's dead. Just carrying his horrible, rotting corpse around. Great yeah. stuff. One of the only few things I actually kind of dig from Spider-Man Reign. Good Agreed. Idea. Uh, but no, that did not make it. Uh, Kevin Kruger, the Creature Commandos were cool. Oh, love the Creature Commandos as a concept. That little DC animated short they did. I'm like, I would take a whole series of this why does it have to end here and that's funny because i know very little about the creature commandos i like explain them to me there's, there's <laughs> nothing to know they're dracula the wolfman medusa and, and sergeant rock sometimes that's all they are they're literally okay. just the hammer horror movie monsters that you know it's just they were also soldiers they fight nazis that's great i love it that's a show and that's a movie god damn it that's a it movie. is like, did, hey, did you ever see uh, Overlord there? Yeah, with it's uh, just Overlord, but with it's uh, just Overlord. Yeah, no, I love that, that idea. That, that's the sequel. Uh, what is it? Kurt Russell's kid needs to team up with other monsters to fight the other uh, zombies. Yes, Sean D. I'm starting to think you're a closet fan of that '90s Spider-Man cartoon <laughs> stuff because you know everything about it. Listen, no, here's the thing: I watched every episode. I was I was a Spider-Man fan. I needed a Spider-Man cartoon. I watched every freaking episode. You're the target audience. Yeah, no, I was the target audience, and I did watch it. I just I just hate it. Like it's, it's just, and I hate it only because, like, I love the voice acting, I love the uh, the, the the styles of uh, the character designs, except for Venom. I don't like the idea of Venom having eyes, but uh, I, 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 the reuse of animation makes me crazy every time. I, I had deified the show so much in my mind because I'm a dumb kid who doesn't remember stuff. And then you tell me, yeah, you know, he never actually punches anyone in that show. I'm like, hey, wait, wait, ah, God damn it. <laughs> Except for the spot in that one episode. Thank you, commenters. I already got you. Uh, but yes, he does. Like, no, he has to kick or push or throw. It's just like, uh, it, it, it didn't, it wanted, it, here's the thing. That Spider-Man cartoon the show like wanted to be, batman the animated series it wanted mm -hmm. to be the x-men animated series mm -hmm. but it didn't want to like it, it, it it's like uh it's like it, it's like the guy from jurassic park it's like you you stood on the shoulders of geniuses <laughs> and, and and you didn't earn any of the discovery for yourself so you don't have any responsibility for it and 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 you know before you even knew what you had you package it and you know you branded it and, and you slapped it on a plastic lunchbox and now you're selling it well you know that's that's oh, the rape of the go. natural world. Uh, Kenny Ryukin, Swamp Thing, classic. Is he a monster? Is he a man? Indeed. Swamp Thing is a fantastic character and sure a great is. example of like the monster. Not even let's take the comic book away for a second and just talk about that Adrian Barbeau movie. Oh yeah, 
which is just a it's just a creature feature. Yep. Right. Like, check that out. By the way, it's really bad, but uh, <laughs> but like kind of cool. Like it's it's a really terrific creature feature. In the same way that like the Punisher movie is a really terrific action movie of its time. Yeah. Just called the Punisher. Uh, but yes, yeah, Swamp Thing. Yes. Uh, and it has all that great stuff. All the all the all the all the hallmarks. Man turned monster. In love with a beautiful woman. Uh, science gone awry. Science gone wrong. And you're in a place that's like icky. And you're in the mm-hmm. bayou. Uh, but I, I love that idea of uh, of is he a monster? Is he a man? And then of course Alan Moore putting his classic spin on that character and, and giving actually you... it's way more complex than that. Right, and making it really interesting. He uh, might actually be a god. Well, yeah, now, yeah. Uh, but but Swamp Thing, fantastic character and a great comic book monster. Uh, Shady Sam, uh, can't stay for the stream, gonna see Dune, but I'm definitely watching it when I get back. Thank you very much, man. Glad to see you back, Joel. Uh, thanks, Shady, appreciate it, and enjoy Dune. Hopefully uh, you enjoy it. I have not seen it, but I hear good things, and I've heard bad things. So I've heard mm. idea. Uh, Axe, hi, great to see you guys live. Have you been? We've been good, man. How about you? Solid. Right? So, I uh, hope you're doing well, Axe. Infamous Jedi does the Mole Man count. Joel, does the Mole Man count? I'd say, yeah, he's a gross little dude who lives in the center of the Earth. I would say he's definitely monstrous. Right? I, I think if I think if Quasimodo might uh... count, then so does the Mole Man, because it's a man. Like He's, yeah, he's just a man with an unfortunate deformity, right? He Indeed. looks like a mole. Uh, but it, he does it, run... It's his actions that make him monstrous, not his deformity. That's Naturally. the thing. But he also runs Monster Island. Mm, fair enough. Right? And he always is like, I'm with my fellow monsters. And it's like, dude, no, you... You have like a social security number. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> you you have a choice. You choose to do these things. Mole man could do good, but mole man choose to do evil. Yes. Well, you you exploit these poor moloids. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, should man. unionize. They should. <laughs> yeah. Well, who would who would ratify them? That's the thing. yeah. Really. Um, you know, it's funny. Monster Island is a is a concept at Marvel that like it took me a long time to even wrap my head around. I think it took me. It, forgive me, Monster Isle. But uh, as a kid, I remember like being introduced to it thanks to the new Fantastic Four and mm. Mole Man, and uh, and being introduced to like you know, all kinds of characters from that place. Like, uh, oh god, I can't remember his name. Maybe it was like Goog or it wasn't Gog. And it wasn't. That's a different guy. That's a yeah, space monster. Yeah, but Gog's great monster. Uh, great design. Was, yeah, maybe it was Goom. In any case, like there's a bunch of characters that are from or habitate in Monster Isle, and Some so it allows comprehensible us to, names. Oh yeah, well it allows us. Here's the thing. Like, what's the deal with that? Like, what's the? I, I think it's a holdover from like Monster Comics. I think it's this like kind of homage, this throwback, where it's like there's a whole there's this whole island filled with very distinct Kirby-esque characters that are just monsters and they live there. It's like, it's like Skull Island. Yeah, it's it's an excellent piece of editorial there. It's like, no, 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 we just keep all the old monsters on these islands until we're ready to use them again. Yeah, right? They just go back to where they came from, like Godzilla himself. But like, Fin Fang Foom. Ah, there you go. Gotta love the Fin Fang Foom. It's a oh. big fucking dragon that fights Iron Man sometimes. I gotta tell you, man, uh, I, I having seen Shang-Chi... There's a part of me that was really disappointed there was no Fin Fang Foom. In the oh, movie. was there not? Was that dragon not Fin Fang Foom? It is not Fin Fang Foom. Oh, missed opportunity. Well, here's the thing is that Shang-Chi, like the movie is like, it's doing something about Chinese folklore. As it and, should. And Fin Fang Foom is not it's, indigenous. It's gibberish. It is all white people made that up. Yeah, it's it's white people making fun of like an Asian language. And yeah. 
like I, I understand taking like Fin Fang Foom, I think has transcended any kind of like stereotypes or you know a, a, appropriation. We as fans have had enough time to think about it and compartmentalize it and also kind of remove it from any negative connotations. He's a dragon. He's a big fucking puff. The magic dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a big. He's a big alien monster. Like he's he's. Leave him alone, poor guy. Yeah. He has no genitals, but uh, <laughs> he's not even from here. He's not even from around here, but he can't, you know. He, and he, but like the idea of a, a big, crazy green dragon that is also sometimes a Iron Man villain that talks. Yeah. Very. There, there's something about that that really, I kind of essentially comics, right? And I kind of love it. Like there's as a as a street level Spider Man fan, it makes me kind of like what, what? <laughs> but but now that I like really appreciate the kind of like yarn spinning world building chariots of the gods kind of mm-hmm. deepening of the marvel universe that kirby and lee did and of course more dave cochran and such but like i i love the I, the inclusion and use of not just fin fang foom but all the monsters oh yeah uh and and their and their like their use and and interpretations it's just they, they even tried giving them a push not that long ago remember oh, uh, monster Ki- monster unleashed yeah monsters unleashed and kid kaiju they thought that was going to be the next big thing until it wasn't is, is I, he still on the island kid kaiju uh i want to say well here's the thing was he in the deadpool book no because he should have been yeah i guess he should have shouldn't he as a monster representative yeah i feel bad because like he should be the uh, new king of the monsters kid kaiju seriously just use that uh I don't think anyone was asking for monsters, but like, it's funny when monster unleashed that event came out, uh, Tiffany loved it. Oh, and yeah. it was a really like necessary palate cleanser. It just, mm-hmm. I think that, I think that comic book fans by and large reached critical mass when it came to like change and events came out and at the total wrong time. It was just the wrong time. Cause you got McNiven doing art. Cullen Bunn's a solid brand. Oh yeah. It, 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 it should have worked. And I, I would highly recommend you go and revisit it because it's like, now removed from it it's kind of like wow this event's kind of cool like this was fun why didn't we give it its flowers when we had the chance exactly exactly so that's nice uh so you know anyway monsters uh no aod uh morbius is perfect leave him alone <laughs> also man thing is one of the best and most underrated monsters in comics well you should ask rl stein what he thinks about that because he wrote one of the worst comics i've read in decades so i've heard man yeah. thing worst thing which That's is a awful. shame because you think that would be a match made in heaven, yeah? Would you? Because here's the thing. Uh, R.L. Stein and I have a very interesting relationship. Uh, I Not that I learned to read. I learned to read, thank you, to comic books and Calvin and Hobbes. But mm. uh, when I became good at reading, I absorbed uh, Fear Street novels or novellas oh. like they were candy. And like like Pez. And uh, they, they had just as much nutritional value. Uh, because those things were just these really like they looked like books but uh just short little stories about teenagers murdering each other and i read most of them and i i just loved it and it had this really great style and then he abandoned fear street (laughs) to do goosebumps oh see i didn't know that yeah and uh what's what's funny is my uh my best friend at the time his father hand drew most of the fear street covers right yes i think you've told me this story yeah and uh i i i would say i think i'm on one of those covers so if you let me know <laughs> you can find me but uh in any event he didn't go with bill when they did the goosebumps mm. books and they were more they were obviously more more kid oriented obviously right. goosebumps was the way to go 
because it had the hit show and yep. it made him a gazillion dollars. And, and they made movies. And everybody loves Gur Sperms. I get it. But I was, always a fear, I was always a Fear Street kid. A purist. Now, a Fear I know Street there's, purist. And I know there's like a trilogy or something out and I haven't watched any of it. But like, uh, yeah, I, I, I hate him for having abandoned Fear Street. It's like, hmm. there's actually a great power pack issue written by Louise Simonson. Oh, where the power, like the power pack. Okay. There's this author in the story who uh, wrote this like drivel about the, about, about like goo or whatever, you know, they're <laughs> friggin' they're, uh, they're Smurfs or something. And they, they teach about sharing and hygiene and the older like brother hates it. Right. And they're going to go get their book signed. And he like yells at the author because she abandoned like the boy oriented space fiction to ah, do that book. Oh, that's and funny. It's really cool. Uh, so yeah, that, Louise the, Simonson is great. She's so good. I remember I was as a kid being like, "Oh, I guess I like Power Pack." Yeah, really. Yeah, I guess this is how you make fans right here. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, but yeah, no. Arlstein wrote a shitty man thing. Man thing is a great idea. In theory, I know very little about Man Thing as far as like Man Thing is also a joke too, because like even Steve giant Gerber, size Man Thing, giant size Man Thing, Man Thing's always kind of been a little tongue in cheek, unlike Swamp Thing, which was a little bit more respectable. Then again, you do get cool stuff with Man Thing, like uh, uh, all things that know terror burn under the, the touch Man of Thing's Man Thing's touch. Thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, no, and Man Thing I think predates Swamp Thing by the way, indeed, by like a month or two. But like, yeah. uh, Man Thing's design rocks. It does. The concept of him not talking and just being like, he's this thing. It's like, a, it's very it's like Michael a, Myers. Yeah. It's like a metaphysical slasher meets Galactus. Kind of like it's a force of nature that lives in these, in the Florida Everglades. Mm -hmm. Like don't go there or the man thing will touch you. Like mm -hmm. I, I love that idea. Like that concept of this boogeyman that lives in the Everglades. A lot of great horror tropes wrapped up. In a lot of great thing. horror tropes and just a cool mythology, just a cool concept. Um, his movie is the worst Marvel movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so uh but man thing good call good call uh i think we we need to jump into some dc i think uh, yes let's but xander F ford says my favorite monster is the batman animated series clayface mm -hmm. it's like a modern take on the gothic horror monster great mix of tragic plus the horrific ending on this first episode it's a two-parter episode and uh, he's literally boris karloff is what yeah. he is that's the yeah that that's totally the reference they're making here a horror actor who can change his face oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, that concept because Clayface has always gone through some weird design changes, oh, and yeah. the animated series just went, Here's something new, yeah, and it's it's the one, yep. like you nailed it again, Batman animated series. Damn it, Batman the animated series, you did it again, yeah, but it's all about like, yeah, it's about body horror, of course, like the changing of a beautiful man into an ugly monster, the loss of identity, loss of identity, uh, and, addiction. and revenge, addiction. Yeah, there's so much to unpack from the Matt Hagen, uh, Clayface animated series version. The, the comic yeah. book version is very muddled. There's the Clayface team, there's she, there's, there's Lady so Clayface, many Clayfaces. And, and they're all kind of complicated and weird, or like not nearly as penetrative as just that one as Matt it's Hagen. true it was a beautiful distillation of everything that had come before and still probably the best one. Oh yeah no yeah absolutely but uh but yeah and that's the thing is like monsters don't have to necessarily be like a thing from the stars or a goop mm. that's sentient it, it, it it's mostly a, a man or woman that's turned into something yeah. it's become an other uh 343 burning legion when is marvel gonna go all in on the monstrous nature of nuke <laughs> 
Uh, I don't I mean, think they're ever going to do that. I mean, Nuke is Legion now. He's a bunch of clones. The real Nuke has been dead for a while, and there's like a bunch of Nuke clones running around shouting patriotic slogans before like exploding, right? That's where uh, we've left Nuke. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I want to say that was Ta-Nehisi Coates in the last run. That makes sense. Every time that Nuke pops back up, I'm like, didn't he die in his first appearance? Yeah. But uh, Don't worry, but, he's yeah. a bunch of clones now. He's the Nuke Legion. <laughs> yeah, I... I don't know about nuke being a monster i mean like he's a monster like lowercase m yeah but like is it does he qualify what he's, what he's a monster in the whole the greatest monster is man yeah like he's i think he's more just an asshole yeah but he does have powers and like but by that token is, is the juggernaut a monster you know I mean, argue. I see. I would actually more think that the Juggernaut was a monster than Nuke because he gets his powers from magic. You know, he's very Gilgameshy in his way. He can't be stopped. Sometimes you do get some body horror That's with true. Juggernaut. That when he's got the gem of Ciderac there, he gets bigger and bulgier. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would say actually Juggernaut might be more of a monster. I would argue that. Yeah. Uh, Ao it also says Steve Gerber's man thing stories are masterworks. Earl Stein can suck a man thing. <laughs> it's hilarious. But, uh, but yes, um, Doctor J favorite DC monster is Etrigan, yeah. the demon. Yes, there you go. Wonderful. Gone, gone the form of man and rise the demon Etrigan. Great idea, great monster, and the like rhyming scheme. The whole uh, taking their reference from medieval Arthurian lore to make your monster, which absolutely. is absolutely cool. yeah. Well, and and then it, it begs the question: like, are demons monsters? Because like, I I think we did a whole episode, like maybe not last Halloween, but the Halloween before, where we talked about devils in comics, yes. and I think we had the same conversation with Etrigan, right? Because Etrigan is well, he walks the line. A comics, B supervillain slash hero c is a demon a monster i think yeah and like he can shoot fire he he looks monstrous he transforms yeah true very uh, werewolf very mr hyde yes and if a werewolf is a monster then i think etrican can qualify as a monster as well fair enough also it's kind of that possession thing too because jason blood didn't ask for this he has to share <laughs> his body with etrican that's true that's true yeah classic etrican great character and uh woefully underutilized every time he Tell shows up it. everyone's like oh good etrigan but like he had a he had he's had at least two series if not mm -hmm. if not four series uh that people could like read multiple issues of we've uh, we've said it before but i think you know if dc really wanted to play ball with etrigan make him your hulk right right because he is but like don't go hulk with it you know treat him with the same gravitas and attention as the hulk but don't rewrite Etrigan. Yeah. You know, just, just use him more. Like, put him on the Justice League. That would be cool. I mean, he's a heavy hitter. Right? And also somewhat untrustworthy because you never quite know where Etrigan stands. Like, you're helping us now because, you know, uh, our wants align, but once they don't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, people are now asking, like, well, what about Trigon and Mephisto? Again, I think those are devils. Devils, demons. I mean, they're monster us, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, but Mephisto's also, like, he's an elder slash devil. It's true, uh, he's like a Lovecraftian monstrosity. Right, Trigon, uh, I mean, he looks monstrous, and he, but he also, like, he's the ruler of a realm. And he's he in is, a dark dimension. He's, and he's, and he's, he's modeled after a devil. Right, and then you also get into the whole, like, you know, seven brides of Satan thing with, like, his cult and Raven's mother. It's very, like, 70s exploitation movie. Yeah, I think I think you can get into that. You can That's that's a conversation to have, but it isn't quite this one. Um, does Doomsday count as a monster? Ooh, I mean, evil. I think yes. 
I mean, but evil alien warlord, but then again, he's not always that, because if you get into the Morrison stuff, he's actually a higher being. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm going with class with Jurgen's Doomsday. Right. He's a he comes out of the ground like a mon like a slasher villain, just appears and kills. And then it turns out he's like a weapon made by the Kryptonian Science Council. Like, oh, that's okay, a, yeah. That, that's yeah. a monster. Yeah, that dude's yeah, definitely. That is the unstoppable monster that you cannot kill. Again, very Jason Voorhees in that regard. Oh god, he keeps coming. What do we do? Exactly. Exactly. You can't be killed. And when you do ki- once you think you got him, he comes right back. Where did Doomsday go? Exactly. Same thing with Manbat. Manbat's a monster. He's a werewolf, basically. He's a double monster now because he's a mad scientist, a monster, and now he's a zombie. And a zombie. Zombie Manbat. It's so funny. I was covering Task Force X this week, so hey, good timing for this monster episode. Totally, totally. So many people did not know that they killed Man Bat in a Detective Comics backup story. Yeah, he's that because when would they fucking know that? Like, no one's reading Detective, and the backup? Come on! They killed him in a backup for no other reason than they needed him to be a zombie to join the Task Force Z team. Yeah. Uh, he had a miniseries going concurrently at the same friggin' time. And turned a new corner and was a good guy in Justice League Dark, oh which God. people were reading. Yeah, pe- yeah, which they canceled and then crammed into Bendis' awful Justice League book. Yeah. Yeah. Poor man justice bad. for man bad yeah hashtag justice for man bad uh, yeah no man bad is great because again he's got that dr Hyde, dr frankenstein thing oh i experimented on myself and now i cannot control myself and again i i don't want to call too much back to the uh animated series but the uh at least the first episode of using uh langstrom and making him into a we- it's a werewolf episode yeah. is so good and, and better than the actual werewolf episode they would do later on. Oh my god, that werewolf episode is so weird. It's one of the worst ones. But they bring back Dr. Milo in Justice League, though. They <laughs> so do they, indeed. They pay off that terrible episode. Yeah, thank you. Is that the one where Felicia turns into a... Or, uh, sorry, Felicia. Uh, where Selena turns into a cat? No, that's... uh, What is it? That was their Island of Dr. Moreau yes, thank episode. You. That doctor never comes back again. Okay, okay. Because I was, I got my I got my doctors and evil cat monsters mixed up. Because, There's like so many evil scientists. Because I was just watching like that episode, the, the one with the, the, the Dr. Moreau episode the yeah. other day. And I'm like... I think they call him Dr. Moreau or it's Moreau Island or something. But I was watching, I'm like, this is amazing. Like as a kid, I hated it. Same. It was just so fucking weird. Same. But uh, but it's amazing. But yeah, no, the werewolf episode's fine. Uh, Tiger, Tiger, that one's called, I yes, think. Yes, yes. Tiger, Why? Tiger, burning bright in the forest. Of I the can't night. believe they end it with Batman reading the poem. It's like, I know. The, who is this for? Uh, but apparently me. But yes, uh, NB Yellow Paladin, uh, does Killer Croc or Bizarro count as monsters? I say yes. I think they Croc all count definitely. as monsters. Croc, absolutely. He's, he's a werewolf. Or but he doesn't transform back. It's like, that's, that's how he was born. Yeah. No, he's a monster. Again, like very hammer horror. Like I am just a guy with a skin problem. Yeah. But I also, you know, file my teeth down to points and live in the sewers and maybe eat people. Right. Right. And bizarro bizarro is a Frankenstein. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even more so when he's a clone and not from bizarro world. Oh, again, you know what? Hey, we're not talking about Batman now. We're talking about the Superman animated series. What a great distillation of that character. Same. Yeah, oh, really great. How, de- how depressing. Multiple uh, but- great episodes they get out of him. And they make you sympathize with him, too, because he's got, like, the brain of a child and people are constantly taking advantage of him. Oh, so sad. So sad. Love it. Um, 
that's that's messed up uh, Me- uh Me- media max great uh, suggestion ultimate goblin is scary especially a psyche ultimate goblin is absolutely a monster oh yeah 100 uh, transforms himself into a monster he always was a monster he embraces it he loves being the, the goblin matches the inside now when, when he's like a flaming like monster he he's like oh i'm a god like it's just that that concept i love it i and i don't see it much like I don't see that explored the idea of a person just being so egotistical, oh, so yeah. egocentric and 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 insane that he just like, oh, like this is what God looks like. And it's like that's so not he's a flaming goblin man. Right, he's a he's a flaming goblin man. Oh right, and it's me, and I can't <laughs> die. Like finding out you can't die, and that you can shoot fire from your hands and you look like a goblin, is all the criteria you need. Good stuff. It's, that it's would freak out character. most people, but not Norman Osborn. He is down to take this ride. Finally, and it's like that's a great character. That like, how do you fight that guy? It's it's like my uh, my my. I have an old adage where I'm like, never trust anybody that thinks, never trust anybody too much who thinks they're right with God. Mm, and it's like, especially if they think they are God. <laughs> It's a big thing. Uh, also, too, hey, we're talking about these ones. Solomon Grundy. Again, wow. much like Bizarro. Big, dumb zombie guy. He was a mobster. He rose from the grave when they threw him in a magic swamp. Absolutely. No, dude is a zombie. Zombies are monsters. I say that's true. Captain Kuhn agrees. Mentions the jail and JLU episodes. Excellent episodes. Unbelievable. Uh, the, He's got the a creepy killing. nursery rhyme like Freddy. Solomon Grundy, born, born on a Monday. Monday. Yeah, great stuff. No, Solomon Grundy is also one of those characters that like somebody likes him because oh, yeah. he he's in all the batman video games oh yeah it keeps coming back it <laughs> he keeps pop- he's popping just up. so lovable he's a big zombie who doesn't want to put that in there? right like he he's in you you didn't run out of villains in long halloween to use grundy you used him because you want to put grundy did. in there because he's uh, a great drawing too isn't he? he's a big hulking zombie that's you know wearing tattered clothes and as pale as snow pretty simple silhouette not a very complicated design yet you get it immediately and you you when you when you ape off of that you become a derivation like damage is basically just oh Oh yeah, just, it's just Hulk. If, if Solomon Grundy could change back, I watched your video on that. It's like, well, what they should have done is just made Solomon Grundy a tool of the government. That would have been an interesting. That's pitch. the book, but then you wouldn't be creating a new character. You know, it's just you're just no. using him like a new character. I, I guess you haven't been watching Star Girl, but they've actually been using Grundy to great effect in that series. And wow! A, oh yeah, they're building a really interesting relationship between him and the son of Rex Tyler, Our Man. To- oh, I love that. That's really cool. It's what a cool great. idea. Because Grundy killed his parents, but not because he wanted to, because the, you know, Justice Society's villainous counterpart made him do it. Mm. And Rex's kid spends so much time getting mad at him that he's like, oh, fuck, you're you're literally a child, aren't you? You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and so he, like, feeds him in the woods and everything and learns forgiveness through him. And it's like, you know, maybe maybe if someone can, like, take a firm hand with Grundy, he can be a good guy. Mm, I like that. And, and, that's, and they keep yeah. toying with the idea that the shoe's going to drop where it's like, oh, but Grundy's going to figure out that he was a mobster when he was alive and he was a piece of shit, right? Oh, that's cool and that's okay. gonna destroy him to realize it like sure. bad <laughs> yeah ticking clock uh the milkman mentions crypt i like krypton's doomsday super soldier science experiment gone wrong created by the house of ellen zod yeah i love that no it's 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 the best it's the best holy shit retcon of doomsday you could do uh new type jb lee for me there are many ang- ang- uh 
angled one? The, oh, there are the many angled ones from the Cancerverse and the Ooh. bugs from Annihilation Wave during DNA's uh, 2000 Marvel Cosmic work. Yeah, no, it, it, you know, it, it's interesting. The the Annihilation Wave, the brood. Oh, yeah, lots of horrifying alien creatures. Xenomorphs, are yeah. they monsters? Clearly, the Xenomorph was created to be a horror movie monster oh, yeah. in space. They are an alien, so it's like technically aliens, you know, if it's if it's either or. They are more aliens than monsters, but they're like these mindless killing things. They don't do like, you know, they, they, they sit, they serve a singular purpose and it's to terrify. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but the brood sentient creatures. Yeah. Uh, and, and but, have, they're more aliens. I think the brood are actually more aliens because they're more like the classic invasion of the body snatchers kind of concept. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the, the, the bugs from annihilation wave, eh, like, are they, are they monsters or are they just kind of like weapons, like tools yeah. of, are they like bugs, like a bug would be if it was big and able to like destroy a society? Right. Like, are the monsters, are, are the alien, or are the bugs from Starship Troopers monsters? Again, it's like, you know, being a monster, there's like a level of malice or anger yes. or horror there. The bug is just doing what it does. Again, hey, uh, men in black, what does a bug do? A bug lives off the carnage and destruction of other creatures. It's all it does. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But the, bu but, but, uh, Edgar the bug from men in black. Definitely a monster. Oh, yeah, because he's got personality there. He knows what he's doing is wrong. <laughs> personality goes a long way. Uh, you first. Hey, guys, hope you're both having a great day. Do, the, does the Void count as a monster? I think the Void's a supervillain. I, I would say a monster in a psychological horror sense, and that is man is man's worst enemy and that you live in my head. Right, yeah, I think in that way, yes. You Mental know illness is a hell of a monster. <laughs> seriously, you know what? You know what's a, what, what was a monster and could be again? Krakoa. Oh, that's right. Yes, people forget that. The island that walks like a man. Krakoa was a big, scary monster. And it was like, it was, a, it was, originally, I think it was just like where we tested nuclear weapons and it like mm. became this like hodgepodge of life yep. that became a mutant. And it's like, that's really interesting. Very. And it's very much like, that's a kaiju monster. Oh, God. Yeah, 100%. Like if if Hickman didn't exist, Krakoa might be used as like a thing put on Monster Island. Although I think they sent Krakoa into space, and Krakoa had baby. And yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff that Hickman's like, did that happen? Did it not? I oh don't no, know. he's not asking. He's still like, no, no, that did not happen. Fuck you, no. Uh, but I, I I like your idea that Krakoa could still be a monster again. Like that's that's the big final note of this era of X Men. Krakoa, like, and I was pulling all the strings from the beginning. It was me, dude. Like I'm telling you, Krakoa could be Audrey fucking too. <laughs> feed me, Xavier. Right? Feed G me. Give me a Racco. Make me bigger. Yeah. Right, because that's what Krakoa needs is to be bigger. No one ever suspects the island, right? And 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 actually, we need to. Could you plant me on like strategic areas all everywhere. across the galaxy, right? So I'm everywhere at once. <laughs> now I grow. I am omnipresent. Oh my god, it, Krakoa becoming the secret villain of the Hickman era, like. And feeding off of the energy of the mutants. And that's why they're fucking acting weird and shit. Like, we know that happens. Freaking Solomon, the Wolverine book, is like, well, how come Krakoa didn't turn against it? Oh, I've been feeding him my psychosexual energy that I create with me in my hair. I mean, yeah, Krakoa's really down to clown, actually. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So there you go. Uh, Kasanga. Cherry Clark, uh, yo, Dr. Joel and Mr. <laughs> Sal, happy Friday. How come he's accredited and I'm not? Uh, just <laughs> wanted to slide through and thank Sal and Tiffany for the great chat we had at Baltimore Comic Con. Uh, I laughed hard, uh, learned real good, and my heart 
my art mojo is stronger than ever. Truly, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much, man. It was great seeing you again. Thank you so much for saying hi and uh, and and letting us talk your off for a while. We really appreciate it, man. Keep up the good work. Keep up the art. You are like very very close to doing cover work. Uh, keep it. Keep at it. But remember to break out of that shell. Like you could start doing cover work now or in the next couple of months, but don't stop and start working on your interiors uh three four three burning legion if nuke doesn't count as a monster does his dc counterpart martalo count hell yes cyborg monster yeah like the terminator and everything yeah. terminator's like the, a monster like the day the earth's just still yeah yeah terminator is totally a monster again it's an update on the frankenstein thing that you can't kill it's coming at you very slowly but it's coming for you exactly metallo yeah man became monster to body horror he runs on the uh, it, his heart is made of death yeah, that can kill super the death of an alien world. Yeah, absolutely. If no, anything, yeah. they don't tackle the horror aspect of Metallo enough. I agree. Dr. J, one more cosmic monster, the low, one below all. Isn't that basically just the devil or like some cosmic? Because uh, uh, Mephisto is de facto the devil of Marvel. The one yeah. below all is lower than that even it's like a it's like an eldrick kind of like but eldrick slash lovecraft suggests that it's like this ancient thing that doesn't regard us because it's too old and big to to care but like the one below all is like a puppeteerer it it is and then it gets even crazier because like uh, i'm assuming you read immortal hulk 50 so so you learned the great I, i won't spoil it but the great revelation about the one below all is that He's kind of a werewolf too of another thing. Yeah, yeah, no, he's that's the, true. He's the darker, monstrous Mister Hyde part of something even more equally powerful. Yeah, no, it's it, that's that's a that's a mixed bag. I would say that he's not necessarily a monster the same way like Bizarro could be. Mm. Uh, somebody mentioned Rogelzar, and he, <laughs> he just sucks. Oh, he's, he's a, a monster, all right. Yeah, he's an alien asshole like he's a monster of my joy is what he is he's a monster the same way like lobo's a monster uh silver knight i raise you guys ultimate venom science gone wrong body horror complete Mm. insanity honestly a really great distillation of venom until ben is forgot i uh i love ultimate venom great idea and a really great execution and lasted uh like i loved ultimate venom's role in miles's origins as well yes and uh how ultimate venom then became miles's villain yeah like what a cool idea very Uh, much so but yeah the idea of it like yeah the idea of it eating people and using their their yeah no ultimate venom is absolutely a monster more so than than 616 venom i would very much agree yes uh sean conwell uh gonna shout out fin fang foom just because crazy awesome space dragon also uh thoughts on dc vampires an uh, upcoming Marvel vampire event. Uh, first of all, thank you very much. Yes, we agree with you. Fin Fang Foom. Uh, also, haven't read DC versus Vampires yet, but I have it in my inbox. I bought I, it. I, I bought it too. I didn't get your... I, I hate this week so much because there was like three new number ones. It's too big. It's too many fucking books. Too Jeez. many to cover. And I knew I yeah. couldn't cover all of them. And I'm like, well, I've been reading Detective, so I guess I got to talk about Task Force X. I, I, I'm not even going to get to read the Green Arrow book that came out this week. And there was a Green Arrow book that came out this and I can't do it because I got too many other ones. Nonsense. Um, yeah, man, no, it's too much. But I do got to read that uh, that that one. Uh, Marvel it looks Vamp- good. I've heard Marvel Vampires is, is a thing that's coming. That's kind of all I know about it outside of like, you know, they're doing it. I mean, Marvel Zombies worked with Deceased and everything. So why not? Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. Uh what was the other one? Oh, Hino was a fun character that like they don't use ever anymore, and they didn't really do very good justice. Like he, the best role that he ever played was in 
Craven's last hunt, it's Vermin. Yeah, Vermin. They brought him back in Moon Knight recently, actually, and very much play like, oh, Vermin's around in the walls, and no one believes that yeah. he's there. And you know, people think the old people are crazy. And it's like, oh no, it's just Vermin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Vermin. Well, and like the idea of there being like multiple vermins, that like vermin's mm. like a disease. And I like I like that idea, but I also just liked the idea of there being this like rat man that lived in the sewers that ate people that like just just don't go out at night or vermin will get you i love that idea he's a tmnt villain <laughs> right he's the rat king but that uh that monster of uh like that scene in craven's last hunt of him just eating people yeah like just him grabbing people it, it's like you could really do some cool dark shit and like spider-man needs to go back man like not like <laughs> go back all the time not live in that world but like it was always really fun and kind of like surprising and like jarring when it would get that dark, like, like the mad dog ward run where it's like, what the hell is this for no good reason or the dumpster uh, slasher. Yeah. Like just random stuff where you're like, what, where are we going? Cause normally it's like, he's in the sky and taking Spider-Man and bringing him underground, you know, where he, where he should work well, but you know, out of his element. You're out, you're out of your element. You can't swing. The, the image of Spider-Man against like a, a blue sky with clouds is like a classic, beautiful moment. And it's like, but when you bring him into the sewers and he can't leave, it's like, that's, that's cool. You're, you're clipping his wings. A lot of, a lot of great story potential there and good horror as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to throw out vermin. Uh, Joyce Jensen is Mr. Bloom. One of, is Mr. Bloom uh, a, a monster? One of my favorite slender man like monsters. Same thing with upside down man, upside down man. Great monster. Terrific character. Obviously James Town in the fourth. Good concept. Mr. Bloom. Another good idea that I think didn't get no, enough play and Room execution. Um, yeah. Kind of just like Scott was trying things and couldn't, Throwing a lot at the wall, seeing what's yeah. stuck. Uh, I like he's the comedy guy in Task Force Z now. It's like, uh, I would like to state for the record that I am a zombie, but not in the same way these other guys are zombies. Because here's the thing. We were wondering, like, did they kill Mr. Bloom off panel or something? Or is this just like, no, it's just Mr. Bloom and he's something else? Uh, people are telling me there was something in, like, the Urban Legends book. There was a backup story with him. <laughs> Just bullshit. Like, let's just kill characters so that we can cram on this book or bad kill base. them for no reason. That bullshit. seemed to be the idea. We need to kill them so they can show up on the team. Yeah, don't don't be creative and pick characters who are already dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Armando Villarreal says, weren't the OG Marvel heroes monsters in some way? Oh, you talk about the Hulk? Yeah. Is Jekyll and Hyde? You talking about uh, Iron Man, a man who's been transformed into like a, a machine? Because by a piece of medical by equipment. A piece of, by a piece of his own uh you know hubris are you talking about uh, a man who was uh, injected with nazi serum and became an ideal form of a nazi uh, out of time was, was trapped and out of time um are you talking about a, a wife beater who can take a pill and augment his entire physiology like yeah the, the avengers are all monsters when you there's, think about it yeah there's a lot actually that you could unpack with that's like yeah it's all it's all the you know worst parts of like hammer science fiction like shit that could have gone very wrong but it's good that it didn't exactly e like, even well, spider-man my radioactive spider blood yeah no dude kid gets bit by a radioactive spider and 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 now can adhere to walls and has esp what he, he could have been a million spiders. Yeah. Ant-Man, a man who builds a big gaudy helmet and tells bugs what to do and rides them around. Yeah. That's basically Willer. Just, you know, swap out ants with rats. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. How is Ratcatcher a monster, but fucking Ant-Man is not? He's a um, hero. Yeah. Branding. That's how. Damn right. Damn right. Uh, my uh, The love of my life, the real Zoob says Aww. witches from witches. Ch -ch 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 -ch. 
Uh, that's one of the things that I, I forgot to ask Scott at the party. I wanted to say, how do you pronounce the chit chit chit? Do you say chit or is it or is it like I want to know? And I didn't get a chance to ask him uh, because he was very scarce at his own party. But let me tell I, you, I, I never day. finished witches. I keep meaning to go back to it. Maybe I should for this Halloween. Is that like the Jason Voorhees? Yeah, that's that's the sound they make. Cool. Like in the woods, like you're just when you're in the woods and you've been pledged, you hear the witches. Well, I'm imagining it's got to be like a cicada sound then, right? Like what they sound like. Yeah, I guess that's true. And it, it well, because the cicada, man, it needs, no, it needs to sound like it's coming from a person. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which makes it creepy. That, then maybe it's like chittering teeth, right? I think it is chattering teeth. And that's something that I do not want to hear. Uh, it's you a bad first, sound, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bad sound. It's a bad scene. It's a worse scene. I want, uh, you first, here's one that came to mind. The Shadow King. To this day, he gives me mm-hmm. chill when I think back to how he's portrayed in the Legion show. Oh, yeah. And the Legion show. 100% a Lovecraftian horror monster. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, and the Shadow King, similar similar deal. I, I think he's an interesting character. I, I would I would qualify him as a monster, but with like an asterisk. Yeah. I, it's like, you know, maybe he assumes the more monster. He plays into the monster's bit because it's part of, you know, his whole gimmick. His yeah. shtick, basically. Yeah, new type J.B. Lee in a more creepy way. Marcus from Avengers 200. Oh, Marcus yeah. is a rapist. Fuck yes. Marcus. He's not Piece a monster. He's a monster in the same way that, like, you know, bad people are monsters. Fuck Marcus. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Marcus is the worst. There's a character who ain't never coming back. <laughs> no. Uh, Liu Kang, uh, I nominate Marvel's Illuminati. I guess. It's more like the same way that politicians the evil are that men do. Yes. I, I don't necessarily qualify them as monsters. Yeah, the, the chat actually had a good one there, too. Uh, the Talon Assassins from the Court of Owls, very horror-inspired. They are zombies. They they're live zombies. forever. Yeah, they're zombies. They're, uh, they they have, like, you know, yeah, no, absolutely. The Talons are great. Are, are, the Talon's another great thing. It's just like, man, Scott, you, were, you nailed it. Court of Owls, are they monsters? I mean, they're people. There are eyes wide shut cultists is what they're. But then again, there's a lot of great cult horror movies out there too, like Rosemary's Baby and all this oh, other shit. There's definitely yeah. stuff in there. Where is that? Where is the black label book called The Court of Owls? And it's oh. just a fucked up psycho fest about like uh, about power and money and, and just a regular person who and... falls into their uh, orbit. Yes, maybe a cop. Ooh. Maybe like a GCPD cop that goes undercover to infiltrate the court of owls. Cause like, I like that, you know, and he's just, his just life turns into this like psychodrama. That's let's make it Crispus Allen. He hasn't done much. And he's also the specter sometimes. There you go. Uh, the captain coon. Uh, should we consider Galactus a cosmic monster? Yes. He eats planets. He's a, yeah. he, he, he's, he has like songs sung about him, like in, in deference to his, like to his coming. He's a, he's scary. Yeah, people tremble in the wake of his of his name. Yeah, no. He doesn't slash people. He slashes planets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he'll eat your planet. It's scary as hell. Uh, Robbie Miller, uh, off topic, but this would be a cool spooky themed fight. Uh, the Spectre versus Spawn. God's uh, wrath versus yeah. uh, the devil's favorite demon. <laughs> the Spectre would hand Spawn as would hand Hal his. <laughs> the Spectre would say would hand Al his ass. Let me tell you, <laughs> screw Spawn. When it comes to the Spectre, uh, the Spectre is like God's right hand. The Spawn is some jackass. Unless you're talking about King Spawn and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into it. But I would like to see that. They're both two dudes with with with, with, with big capes. Yeah, I like that. How has that not been done before? That would actually be super cool just for the art alone. 
because probably because Todd didn't want to fucking draw it. And probably. that's it because they made two Batman spawns. They almost made a third one with Capullo on art. What a missed opportunity, man. Tell me about it. So, uh, how much did you draw? Cause I saw two pieces of, I saw, I saw two basically covers of that book and I'm like, and, and like five years apart from each other. And I'm like, come on. Likewise on the subject of spawn, the violator, is he a monster? Cause sometimes he's a creepy clown and that's right? pretty monstrous. Yeah. Like the clown's more of a monster. I think the violator violator is a demon. Yeah. You know, he, he's, that's his natural form. He comes from hell. He doesn't, he used to steal hearts, but that was like with the first three issues. <laughs> You know, like that was kind of fun and, and monstrous, but like why uh, the clown, however, does like messed up stuff. Billy Kincaid, I think, is more of a monster than Violator. Mm. Uh, but yeah, um, does, does Clown Violator really do anything or does he just like, you know, bum around sounding like uh, like John Leguizamo, like John Leguizamo just eating popcorn and just hanging out? Let me tell you something, man. The Violator is like one of the most overrated villains in comic history. I feel so like bad being such a fan for so long because <laughs> like Violator is a dope rad ass drawing and he looks awesome and he's scary and he's cool and he and he transforms into a scary clown which is also a fun cool concept and drawing but like first hundred issues he doesn't do jack squat <laughs> he, like he shows up he's the first three issues he does the most amount of stuff like he steals the hearts of mobsters and like why it's not really explained you know and then he like annoys spawn but like Spawn kicks his ass, he gets his ass kicked. They don't really do much. He's he's played as like the Joker for the for Spawn. Right. They, they barely. It's really weird. It, it's frustrating actually how little there is a violator in that. But and, he's a uh, cool picture. So. It's a great picture, and like it makes sense that like there'd be this guy who like they invented his resentment of Spawn like until later. Uh, originally, he was just like down. He was down to clown. Because he literally was uh, denial since he brought it up. Uh, do you count the Rat King as a monster since he's a supernatural creature in the IDW comics? Yeah. Yeah, in the comics, not the cartoon show where he's just a jackass who lives in the sewer. Yeah. He's like, I love rats. And I'm like, you you need therapy. <laughs> and probably Bad. a lot of shots. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Chaotic Chris, uh, gonna have to catch you on the replay. I thought I'd ask, does Cheetah count? She's kind of a werewolf. Keep up the good work. Good cut. Yeah, good call, in a weird, interesting way. You know, dark rituals that made her. She's they don't really like you know do the monster part of her because it's more like the the mythology part of her. Yeah, you could definitely play her as a monster if you want. Right? Because like yeah, like like is Tigra a monster? I don't think so. But like she is like, but she, because she has her personality and her consciousness. True. Whereas Cheetah is a jerk who turned into a cheetah person. Yeah. You know, and depending on what origin you go with, like where what the origins of her powers are, that is that that comes into play heavily when it, it comes to villains that transform. It doesn't feel like she'd ever like, you know, I, I have to battle the beast within the hunger and everything. It's like, nah, I love being a cat. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm living the dream. I get to annoy Diana and turn into a fucking cat. It's awesome. Win win. Uh, Ollie Davis, uh, please tell me you guys mentioned Frankencastle. Easily one of my favorite back issues. Oh, we, we did. did. We did do a whole episode of back issues on Frankencastle. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. But yes, Ollie, don't worry. We we did. Um, and more. Uh, we'll, we'll, are there any that are in your like that are like you're just like, oh, we can't we can't end the show without talking about this character. Uh, yeah, geez. I mean, we've covered so many at this point. Again, I got Grundy in there, which I definitely want to talk I about. I got one for you, and I'll, I'll hang on to it until the end. Uh, Will Go I am Golden, the Scarface puppet for Batman. Uh, uh. If it came to life, yes, but it's just a jerk. 
Now the uh, Wesker version, yeah, just a you know just a puppet, nothing paranormal or monstrous about it. The second version, the Gail Simone version, where she was like a faded actress, and the puppet is named after her dead brother, and maybe it moves around on its own. Maybe she has psychic powers, but she's so messed up she doesn't know. That's a monster. That's yes. some good horror. Yeah, but this no, but uh, but Wesker's puppet is not a monster. Uh, no. Nah. Just kind of creepy. Jace Jensen, Beast became a war crime making, string pulling, backstabbing monster. Yeah, he did. He's he, really he, leaning into the Beast part. Of he never name. did before, but now he is a Beast in name and actions. Right. The Milkman, great question. Does Ultron count? A science experiment gone wrong that came back. No matter how many times you destroy it, there's body horror with Pimtron. Yeah, he's the Terminator. Yeah, he's yeah, Frankenstein. He's absolutely a monster. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Deb M just got here, but did you cover the Upside Down Man? JLD had some great monsters. My favorite was Superman. <laughs> Um, we did talk a little bit about him, but we didn't talk in depth. I, no. I, I can't. My wife was the Justice League Dark fan. Mm -hmm. She would talk more uh, intelligently about the Upside Down Man. But from what I know about him and from what I've seen, yeah, big yeah. time. Great Total design. Monster. Super scary. Such a simple idea, too, where it's like, yeah, what if just a guy was creepy and upside down all the time because he comes <laughs> from another dimension where our laws and norms do not apply? Right. Uh, my question to you, Joel, uh, is... Uh, is the Joker a monster? Mm, he's a creepy clown. No doubt about that. He's a slasher serial killer for a lot of his, uh, you know, run. And, you know, certain writers have played with the idea about like, oh, what if he was the laughing man? What if he was something more primal? I personally don't care for that stuff, but, you know. Right. No, I don't either. But, like, I think he checks all the boxes. They've got the body horror. We have the slasher movie angle. We have the unkillable angle of him. Yeah. We have his uh, lack of morality and his he plays desire. mind games sometimes. Yeah, well, his desire for chaos and his his refusal to accept norms. He's the um, shark in Jaws sometimes too, because sometimes you only need a little bit of him there. Like, oh no, but he's out there somewhere. Where is he? Exactly. No, if he inspires fear in a primal sense that like causes existential dread, I say monster. Uh, also, it's he doesn't have origins from something else because like. I think there's a difference between like alien monster, you know, and, you know, like subterranean monster, mm. you know, I, I think that uh, like robot monster, I think he is like man-made monster. Right. Ooh, uh, another one I thought of. I'm glad I thought of this before we were done. Mangog from Thor. Good old Mangog. Yeah, he, uh, you know, it's interesting about Mangog is like he's engineered more or less by the gods kind of to well, be yeah, his thing because he's a creation of a society that the asgardians wiped out he he is their retribution their vengeance and that's another side of horror the transgressor you know oh why did they go to camp crystal Lake? why do they still live on elm street you know hey the asgardians <laughs> had it coming in a way and van gogh is their reckoning no i am the monster you created and you cannot kill me totally yeah no and well man gogh is like he's he's also like mythic Yes. He's part of their stories, you know? Very. It's the same way that, like, uh, you know, like the, the beast with ten horns in the Bible mm. is, is a monster. or I uh, like it. You know, or Goliath and David and Goliath. Yeah, know? very much so. Uh, Denial asked about Annihilus. Is a nihilistic bug monster from another dimension that lays waste to worlds and rules this chaos space? Is he an alien invader more than a monster? It's debatable. Mm -hmm. Like, I, 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 an argument can be made, certainly. I mean, I think, you know, when fighting regular superheroes, nah, he's just another alien conqueror. But if you're a regular person who came up against us, oh, God, look at that monster. Totally, totally. Robbie Miller, any creature from Alan Moore Swamp Thing run, the Corinthian from Sandman, mm. and Cassidy from Preacher. Cassidy's interesting. Cassidy is a vampire. Yep. Our vampires monsters. But also, Cassidy is a bastard. 
Yep. Like I, I would not go so far as to call Cassidy a monster as much as I'd call him like, because Cassidy is too relatable to be a monster. It's it's and it's exploring that dichotomy there. It's like, what if a monster was the most relatable one? Right. Well, and like Cassidy is just he makes horrible mistakes. He's egocentric and he 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 wants to do good but can't. And like he's Cassidy is a very complicated character. I yeah. I, I would not go so far as to blanket call him a monster, but uh, but yeah yeah um but yeah so there's 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 tons of monsters throughout fiction you know is the green goblin a monster we talked about him but like not the 616 one like just yeah. he's just a jerk uh but like monsters are ever present uh in our fiction and especially in comics mm-hmm. because of our origins and stuff oh, yes. uh and, and I'm, I'm excited to explore them a little bit we talked about some of our favorites and some of the best um and i think uh i think i think that about does it so uh we want to let you we want you to let us know in the comments what is your favorite monster from fiction yeah. uh, throughout fiction it could be it could be frankenstein from mary shelley it could be uh you know solomon grundy from dc it could mm-hmm. be carnage from uh, marvel who knows but let us know in the comments i'd love to hear that and continue the conversation there happy halloween to all of you if you don't get to see yeah. you before the the holidays and uh hopefully you have some fun you get uh, you stay safe out there and uh, do what you can to get protect yourself and get some candy as well uh we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and of course if you want more joel and i are going to talk about slashers over on patreon.com slash comic pop subscribe mm. here at comic pop returns but also make sure to make sure that you're subscribed over at youtube.com slash comic pop and get us to 100k before the end of the year uh, mm-hmm. that'd be a lot of fun if we could do it if not it's not going to change my life any in, in any significant way uh probably but uh who knows we don't know we don't know what the what the hidden rules are at youtube but uh, we want to thank our super chatters for sponsoring this episode and we'll see you guys next time with all new episode i'm sal i'm joel along everybody Bye-bye.